0: Activate your personal shield and gear trade to level three because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront podcast.
1: Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. In this episode, we have some questions for you, the listener, and we're going over the Bespin DLC update details. Let's get started. Let's start off with the questions for you, the listener. We we're wondering if you would like us to do two podcast episodes a week. One after Tuesday to get all the news, and then later in the week, an episode for the discussions that we want to have. So you can contact us through our email, battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com, or through the pinned tweet on our Twitter. It is at tie dye yt So it's all up to you, the listener email us, or contact us through Twitter. Now let's get into the Bespin DLC update details. These are all of the details that came with the 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 Bespin DLC. These are all of the details that came with the Bespin DLC. That means all of the Bespin DLC content and all of the updates that came with the Bespin DLC for Vanilla Battlefront. So even if you just have the Outer Rim DLC or no DLC at all, you're still going to be getting some of these updates.
0: New content for DLC owners. New environment. Five new maps set around or on Cloud City. New weapons. X8 Night Sniper, a blaster pistol with a focus on long range, and a night vision scope. EE4 Spread Burst weapons with
1: short to medium range and high damage. Yeah, we'll be talking in depth about all of this stuff and actually what we think of the, pod, of the uh, Bespin DLC in a, a future episode of the Star Wars Battlefront podcast.
0: New Star Cards. Shot grenade, a non-lethal grenade with a small radius that will stun opponents caught in the blast. Scout binoculars. Outlined enemy soldiers with zooming through the goggles. After pressing fire, any soldier in line of sight gets tagged for your entire team for four to five seconds. Disruption instantly overheats the weapons of any soldiers in close proximity to the player. New Heroes Lando Calrissian His abilities are Power Blast. Once activated, it will give a critical modifier on Lando's blaster for a limited time. Shocking Trap Throws a decoy on the ground to confuse the enemy and shock anyone that gets close. System Disruption Disrupt all enemies' weapons and star cards. Setting them to overheat slash cooldown also affects hero abilities. Dingar. Explosive Rush, Dengar runs forward and sticks grenades to all enemies he passes. Frenzied Blast, greatly increases the rate of fire for his primary weapon. Hurricane Strike, perform a melee sweeping attack while running forward.
1: Okay, now we're going into the new game mode, Sabotage. The Empire are using Tabana gas generators to power their tractor beams, preventing Rebel transports from escaping Cloud City. The Rebels must blow up the generators... And defend their extraction point. The Empire must stop the rebels and hunt them down. Okay, so we also have new hut contracts. A new batch of eight hut contracts to unlock all of these. And we're still in the things for the Bespin DLC. And a cloud car. Added the cloud car as a playable vehicle on the new maps. The cloud car features twin blaster cannons, concussive missiles, and a sensor jammer. Now here's the content for all players. Ranks increased cap from 60 to 70. Yes, Appearance. It's, it's going to be crazy getting that.
0: Appearance. A new unlock for the Rebels, the Bespin Wing Guard. Appearance. A new unlock for the Empire, the Shock Trooper, and Palpatine, the Honor Guard have been updated and replaced with Royal Guards. Leia, the Honor Guards have been updated
1: and replaced with Alderaan Guards. Yeah, and they look so awesome. The, the Royal Guards look so cool. But they look kind of silly, though, because they're jumping around, and they're super cool. And that's kind of like what we were talking about in a previous episode of what we actually wanted from them to do. And uh, they did the Shock Trooper as a customization ability, and it is 20,000 credits. It is crazy, and the wing guard is also 20,000. So it's gonna take a while to get all of that, unless I know some of you have like 100,000 credits that you've saved up throughout Battlefront, which is insane, we've been spending it as we're going, so we don't have that much. Okay, now we're getting into General. Partner, staying close to your partner will provide you with reduced cooldowns for all your star cards. That is super awesome. And it's super cool, like if you have a group of friends that you play with and you stick together, it is awesome. It's like standing next to the extraction cart. That's how fast it is. This is illustrated via an icon above the endgame soldier. An exclamation mark means you are too far away, a check mark means you are within distance, and a cross means your partner is dead. Okay, partner. Enemies that kill your partner will have a red outline for a brief period. So you can go and avenge your partner. Another partner. The game will now always try to auto-sign you a new partner when you do not have one. In-game. There are also in-game notifications to inform you that you've lost a partner. And if a new one has been found. And this is so awesome. Remember before... If you lost your partner, you would, be, you would not be able to have another partner, and you wouldn't be able to spawn into the action. Now you can, and it is so awesome. Partner, if you're not able to spawn on your partner, there are now written explanations as to why. They are partner is in danger, partner is out of bounds, partner is inside a vehicle, or partner is dead. And this is very helpful. We'll see in this next one. Partner. The distance to enemies that prevent spawning on a partner has been reduced from 20 meters to 2 meters. That is insane. So, you can get right in the action. Like, if you couldn't spawn before, be prepared because you will be able to spawn right in the action. You might get killed, but it is way faster. Private
0: matches. Best spin and Outer Rim
1: maps and game modes have been added to private matches. So, if you have a group of friends, you can get if, and if they have all of the season pass, you can go over there and get all of the extraction game modes and all of the maps and all of the Spin DLC and put it into a rotation. So you can go play Extraction All That You Want or Heroes vs. Villains. I'm so excited for that. I mean, with both Spin and the Outer Rim DLC, you can play 5v5 Heroes vs. Villains. If you have that many people. Private matches. Players are now able to select maps and
0: create a custom map rotation. Private matches. Team switching functionality has been added and it's and is an option that can be toggled by the host. Immortality. The immortality issue that could occur when spawning into vehicles has been resolved. The time to spawn into a vehicle has been reduced and players are no longer protected by immortality during this time period. Hmm. Social Hub, resolve the issue related to players getting disconnected when navigating to a friend's profile in the
1: Social Hub. Mm, Yes, that has happened to me so many times. I'm checking who's online in Battlefront, and then it'll just be like, you have been disconnected from EA servers. Tap tap triangle to (laughs) sign in again. It's so annoying. Rebel Vehicles, added a modifier to X-Wing,
0: A-Wing, and Millennium Falcon weapon energy... When the shield is active, while active, weapons deal 25% less damage than when they do when the shield are not
1: active. Yeah, so this is helpful for the underpowered Imperials because they don't have shields, but the rebels do. And they were dealing the same amount of damage that, the, that they did without the shield. So now 25% less, you have 75% damage going out of your shield, which makes sense because it's going through a shield. Team scramble, added functionality for scrambling
0: teams at map change. Team balance, fix various bugs that resulted in the team balance not functioning correctly on small game modes. General, various minor UI
1: issues, I guess, have been resolved. Yeah. So they fixed some uh, UI issues. They made it smoother so you can get to your traits from the, the spawn into the game mode section. What is that called? Well, they they've simplified the the before game mode screen, so it's easier to get all this stuff. But it takes a little more clicks to get to the hut contracts, though.
0: I've noticed that when you go into a game and the best bin rotation, it's automatically joinable. You don't have to wait a certain amount, like fifteen seconds, to join. So right when the load screen comes on, you're ready to join. And I think that's because of the load time of joining best spin maps. It takes. Uh, I it took me. Seven minutes to get in one, and I just quit because
1: it was taking too long. Yeah, so they've made it to where you get right into game mode and you can click play, but it also makes it slower to actually load the maps and all that stuff. So it's kind of a win-lose situation because like Sam was in a seven-minute loop. He could go to the bathroom, came back, get a snack, and then came back and it was still loading. You're not supposed to have that happen. So they've got little things to do for that, but I'm pretty sure because I know they're working on some glitches right now and they're getting it out as soon as possible because a lot of people are having issues. And uh, one of the issues that we've been experiencing a lot is one of the new UI changes, which is at the end of the game mode, you have all of your kills, your objective score, your uh, star cards used, all that kind of stuff. It's very useful if it's accurate, but it is not accurate as of right now. In general, they've resolved various spectator issues, updated various error messages used in game, and updated the localization to resolve various text bugs. So you can play with your international friends and not have any issues with that. Now, enemy highlights. Enemies will be highlighted if they are inside the player's crosshairs for more than one second. The highlight will be removed after the crosshairs isn't on the enemy for one second. Traits. Whenever an enemy has reached the third level with a trait card, it will now be visible above his health bar. That is really cool. So <laughs> if you've got that guy that you're trying to attack and he's got some kind of berserker thing, you better be careful because uh, it will now show whether or not he actually has trait three. That just makes him targeted more. It's a win and lose for him, but at least he's at level 3 and uh, can deal more damage. Okay, front end. A cloud car has been added in the rotation of the front end objects. We haven't got that yet, so when you first start Battlefront, there's that little thing you can spin with, right tar- with the right toggle, and uh, now you can get the cloud car in rotation. Text chat PC has been added to various places in the game, such as loading screens, lobby, and end of round. Grenades. Resolved a bug in which there would be two grenade indicators overlapping when throwing a grenade. Text chat PC. Numpad enter is no longer used to open the chat. Only regular enter works. Idle kick. Improvements to the system have been added and there's now a countdown timer to illustrate when you will get kicked from the round. And this is super awesome because we were playing heroes versus villains before the update and... Like everyone, there's like three people on Sam's team that were idle. Now, if they were idle, they would get kicked off and another person would take their place, which is really nice. Idle kick. The
0: system will now observe if players are idle in the deployment screen. Deploy screen. Spawn uh, Spawn on partner and regular spawn have switched places in the deployment screen.
1: Yeah, so usually it's start is up at the top. Now it is spawn on partner and then. Underneath that is the start game mode.
0: Event log. Callouts have now been added when a hero suicides or leaves the game. End of round. The summary page has been updated and now displays a few key stats from the concluded round. End of round. Added a skip button in the end of round flow once the next level has loaded. Kill card. Resolve the bug in which the trait card would occasionally be blank for some players. Hut contracts. Resolve the bug that caused
1: completed hut contracts to stay in the end of round screen. Yes. And that is so awesome. Because now like we before we didn't even know what our hut contracts were and we didn't know what we needed, but now we actually do, but there's only three car- cards shown and we bought all of the hut contracts and used all of our money. So now we have to go actually go into hut contracts, see which ones we need. It'd be cool if you could actually choose which star card, or which h- contracts you want to put in there.
0: Matchmaking. Resolve the bug which caused the status to be displayed as expanding search to 0% full games. The matchmaking systems as not affected by
1: this bug. It was purely a visual issue. In the, ex- in the outer rim, we would always, always, we would go into there and it'd be saying, Expanding search to 0% full games And it would actually be going into the Full games Or another percent besides zero And we were like come on What is going on here And then we went to the regular Or the regular game modes And it didn't do that at all So it's kind of weird It's pretty infuriating
0: Community added a unique identifier for all developers in game
1: Oh yeah so now you can see If a developer is actually in game So if, if you see a weird Icon in your game, you better run because that's a developer. But like hide your wife, hide your kids. <laughs> doesn't <laughs> or, mean they're that good, or maybe they're not good just because they're working on the game the whole time. Because <laughs> I know um, Sledgehammer seventy, he's only got like three trophies in Battlefront, <laughs> and he's the uh, community manager of the Star Wars Battlefront forums. Weapons and star cards. Charges. Players will now be able to deactivate charges by holding down the Y or triangle button on console and 2 on PC. Once this is done, the effect will be removed and the charge will instantly enter a cooldown state. But you will not use the actual star card, which is really good. Scan pulse. The card now continuously sends out pulses at 2 second intervals. When someone is pulsed, they will remain visible for 0.5 seconds. I think they need to buff the actual visible time because it is way too short. But I do like the different scan pulse, the pulse of the scan pulse because it is super it's super cool to look at. Now, I actually like the the first scan pulse. It's a little bit OP, but I mean you're just seeing their outline. I think if they if they up that from 0.5 seconds to like 1.5 seconds or 2 seconds, it'll be a a viable option again.
0: Every single patch, they've, up, they've nerfed the scan pulse and the
1: explosive shot. <laughs> yeah, those are probably the two best. Now, the bowcaster is getting an interesting update: The bowcaster. The fire pattern has been altered. The following pattern will be used in, will be used when charging the weapon: center projectile and left, right projectiles, and top and bottom projectiles. So it's got five little sections and. It's in a crosshair. So you've got one on the left, one in the middle, one on the right, then you've got one above, and then one on the bottom. So it's a cross. So it, when you first start charging it up, it'll be only the center projectile. The second charge up will be the left and right projectiles. And if you hold it down the full way, it'll be top and bottom projectiles pulse cannon a laser glint has been added so players that are being targeted by the pulse cannon will be able to see a green laser on their screen thus revealing the location of the attacker i've actually seen that i did i thought it was a glitch i did too i was like man that's weird i see a green little dot in the distance it was pulse
0: cannon was too soapy but for me the pulse cannon doesn't aim straight
1: yeah, I'm aiming straight on my enemy and it goes to the left. Our game might be glitching or they changed it up because we were aiming right at a person and it was standing like, still. shot two feet away from it or something like that. It, it was weird. That's why I don't use the pulse cannon. Okay, explosive shot. The charge now will cause double the heat buildup on any weapon when being used. To balance this, the oh. time the charge is active has been increased for both normal 5 to 7 seconds and upgraded 7 to 10 seconds. Because I've noticed
0: that because it overheats so fast, the weapon, when you're using explosive shot.
1: Yeah, so it, it does make sense when you think about it because it is actually charging up the shots and making them explode, so it's, it it is definitely a cool thing to actually make it... Sensible, even though nothing in Star Wars is sensible, but it's definitely cool. You should just pair it with a um a low cool, a low cooling. Yeah, so gun. some must say like the DL eighteen. Yeah, that something like that will be so awesome for that. That has a lot of cooling power. That has you get the most cooling power you can and use it with the explosive shot, and that will be perfect. And something that i think is really smart is they're balancing out by increasing the active time so that is really awesome because i really thought that the explosive shot lasted too short but now they've buffed it and nerfed it at the same time to make it balanced berserker trait the berserker effect will trigger
0: on 78 8 percent hp or less berserker trait a vignette has been added to inform the player that the Berserker effect is active. Berserker trait. The armor multiplier has been increased while the Berserker effect is active. Blaster cannon. A self-destruct timer has been added and will trigger 45 seconds after the blaster cannon has been used at least once. Yeah. If the blaster cannon was never used, it will self-destruct after 15 seconds.
1: Yeah, so now you can't just leave a blaster cannon down and go back to it later. You have to actually keep on getting into it every 15 seconds. DLT-19, raised initial
0: damage from 15 to 17. Yeah. They probably did that for Dengar.
1: Yeah, because I've noticed that gun is doing way more damage than it used to. I actually like that gun. I do, too. Ion Disruptor, they've already um, buffed it
0: when released. Increased explosive radius of the disruptor projectile, inner explosion from 1 to 2.5 meters, and outer explosion from
1: 2.5 to 7 meters. Yeah, we haven't gotten the ion disruptor yet, uh, but it is a disruptor, kind of like before, but it is used on vehicles and uh, turrets and that kind of stuff. And it sounds really cool, because you can disrupt the actual fire of the weapons of the vehicles and uh, they will no longer be able to shoot at you, which is super effective against ATSDs. Heroes. Heroes. Reduce damage to heroes from pulse cannon from 150% to 80%. Yeah, uh, I was killing the heroes way fast before this update, and no longer the case. Palpatine. Increased lightning sustainability from from 4 to 7 seconds. Palpatine, decreased lightning recharge time from 4 to 2 seconds. Palpatine, increased lightning damage from 20 to 22 damage. So that is really cool. So they have been buffing the heck out of these heroes now. Here's some more. Boba Fett modified the behavior of the flamethrower to be more responsive. Okay, Boba Fett. Increased Boba Fett's flamethrower active time from 2.5 seconds to 4.5 seconds. Boba Fett. Reduced time for jetpack regeneration from 2 to 1.6 seconds. Boba Fett. Lock-on distance for wrist launcher added for up to 25 meters. Boba Fett. Increased wrist launcher rocket blast radius from 3 to 4 meters. Back-to-bomb. Updated some hero abilities to be more effective against players that are currently under the back-to-bomb effect. So that is, that is crazy. So some heroes will do more damage to you if you're actually using the back-to-bomb. They're under the influence of back-to-bomb. Heroes. The health pickup icon has been updated with a new visual look, and it kind of looks like a rebel alliance thing with a little cross in between the two prongs. And I think it looks really cool. Okay, Leia and Palpatine. Resolved an issue in which the Honor Guards could spawn on both Leia and Palpatine. When they were out of the combat area. I have no idea what that means. I'm guessing it means sometimes they would be able to spawn far away from them and not actually next to them when they're in combat. UI game mode HUD is visible when observing the scoreboard.
0: Pre-round. Combine the in-game lobby and the pre-round timer to be the same. Now the game mode will instantly start as soon as you can join from the in-game lobby. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, that's what we were talking about before. Droid run. The game mode will no longer end if all three droids are held for 20 seconds. Instead, once all three are held by a single team, that team will be gaining points. And if if the point total for either team reaches 100%, the team will win. If no team reaches 100% before the time runs
1: out, the team that has held all three droids the longest will win. That's a pretty cool update. And that that may increase the points given out to droid run because i've been noticing along with some of the listeners that the droid run game mode no longer does as much credits as it used to
0: droid run audio tension music has been added and will trigger whenever a team is close to winning to win walker assault improve the system which handles uplink activation deactivation so that the player can't interact with them once the y wings are about to spawn in Fighter Squadron. Increased the score limit from 200 to 400. Blast. Resolved an issue in which the round would end in a draw when the score was 100-99. Turning Point. Resolved a bug in which the winning team could switch from Empire to Rebels if if there were Rebels present on the final control point exactly when the match ended. And extraction. Improve the button call out on the shield and shipment controls. Before they could appear visible, they weren't
1: usable. Stats and progression. Diorama. Dingard, Lando Calrissian, and the Cloud Car have been added to the diorama. End of round summary. Several key gameplay stats have been added to the end of round screen. So, what we were talking about before. Scoring. Resolved a bug which caused the player getting 400 points or more for healing an honor guard with the back-to-bomb. Uh-huh. I didn't even know you could heal the honor guard with the back-to-bomb. It'd be cool if it the, the first came out and you could heal your heroes with it. Yeah, I tried that several times and it didn't work. Okay, scoring. Removed the event for kill assist and critical assist and replaced it with a regular kill. If you deal more than 25 damage to an enemy, you will automatically get a kill. That's pretty cool. That is cool. So if you are going at it at this one person and the other guy steals your kill, you will still be counted as a kill, which is really cool. Scoring. Updated the score log and how certain scoring events are presented. Kills will now only state which weapon was used to kill a target as well as the name of the target. I really like that because sometimes I don't know what I actually killed the guy with, but now if I get a kill and it says "dioxys Grenade, I'll know that I got him killed with the dioxys Grenade. Scoring. Resolve the issue in which vehicle damage scoring event would clutter the score log when dealing a lot of damage within a very tor- short time span. Now you will see points accumulate, but the score log will no longer display any text when dealing damage. Scoring. Explosive bonus and killstreak have been hidden in the score log. Players will keep getting extra points for performing more than four kills within a life, but there will be no text in the score log. The amount of explosive bonus events will be presented in the summary screen after a round has concluded. Idle kick. Added harsher rules for kicking out idle players.
0: Players must now spawn in within three minutes or be kicked from the server. Game modes: Heroes versus villains. Fixed issue where players could, would fail to become hero if more than one player was forced into a hero slot when between round rounds timer reached zero. Hero health pickups increase the health bonus given from twenty to fifty. Hero hunt decrease time between hero being defeated and a new hero being appointed. So that is the Bespin DLC
1: update details. In a future episode, we will go over what we actually think of the Best Spin DLC once we get to actually play in depth, but we've been uh, only been playing with the game modes lately. We haven't actually got to the actual weapons and star cards. So once we do that, we will have an episode about the Best Spin DLC. And we're going to do a will is it worth it as well. This episode was brought to you by our patrons from Patreon. We now have two patrons from Patreon, and we want to thank them so much. It is so awesome. We're actually going to have one of our patrons on the podcast to talk about what we would like to see nerfed in Star Wars Battlefront. You can go to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/BattlefrontPodcast, and support the show. We would really appreciate you doing that because we need some more. We need another microphone and a mixer to have the best quality audio as possible. Now you can contact us through our email, battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com, to, to be a guest on the show or to give us some feedback of what you would like to see or suggest topics that you would like us to cover. If you want to be on the show, you can send us an email with the subject podcast guest and a topic. We do the podcast through Skype, so make sure you have a Skype account. If you were to record our
0: intro, which is currently, activate your personal shield and get your trait to level 3. You can send that in, record it, and you can substitute personal shield for your favorite star card.
1: And you can also say, your name, I am a listener of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Then, activate your personal shield and get your trait to level 3. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. If you want to contact us, our uh, Twitter is tie-dye sheep YT. Yeah, you can, you can talk Star Wars with us or you can just talk Battlefront and um, or suggest topics and that kind of stuff.
0: Or you can find the Instagram that Sage runs at tie-dye sheep films.
1: So on there recently, I've been posting some classic consoles that we have. Like uh, I've got the original Game Boy on there, which is really cool. We've got a whole set of that. And my next post will be a original PlayStation 2 Slim. And that's all for this episode. May the force be with you always.